Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Pen Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. Welcome to the Pen and Mikey Show. No, I think I, the more I hear that, I sound like an evil prick when I'm laughing at that last one. <laughs> like some some douche water. Hi. Hey. Hey, it's uh, podcast time, so we all gather here together to ask the Lord's blessing. Smitty has a microphone today. Ben. Thank you. Ben. Mm. He has a microphone today. Smitty. Yeah. Hi. Mikey. It's working, too. Yeah. Okay, I'd like two large fries. <laughs> uh, it's episode 22, everybody And that's how you say everybody when you're in the radio business Hey, everybody Good afternoon, everybody uh, We're doing this podcast from Sudbury, Massachusetts Which has now, thankfully, become the quintessential podcast headquarters of America All because of the talents of one Bill Smitty Smith Uh so, Ben. Yes. Why are you wearing flannel shirt in the middle of summer? Well, it's not the middle of summer. <sighs> God, I got so much to talk about. I don't know where to begin with it. This whole thing. It's like uh, I'm. Uh, where, where do I be, where do I start? How about I start with the sponsors? Mm. Ah, pay the bills. Doctor Robert Leonard is a masterful hair transplanter amongst men, and uh, Doctor Matthew Lapresti as well. In fact, they both are world renowned in their field. They uh, uh, they are asked to speak at various hair transplant functions from from India to South America to right here in New England. They're the experts at one eight hundred get hair because baldness isn't funny, especially if you don't want to be bald. That's not funny at all. It can be funny. Uh, Uncle Fester was funny on the Adams Family. He was bald, but generally speaking. You want to have your hair. You get a free consultation when you call 1-800-GET-HAIR and talk to Dr. Leonard. They have six offices, too, for your convenience throughout New England. Look into it. Get it done. Also, Joe Fish in North Andover and in, uh, in North Reading, on Main Street in North Reading, where I have had, of the over four-pound lobsters I've ever had, Ben, mm. three of them were at Joe Fish. Where was the fourth? Uh, a place in Hartford called the, no, lo- fuck it then. the Lobster Pot. And I had a six-and-a-half-pound lobster uh, at the Lobster Pot, but yeah, it was but the, too big. The four-pounders at Joe Fish were better. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the, the six-and-a-half-pound lobster in Hartford was an asshole, too. He's, <laughs> he's backhanded me with his big claw, not the little one, the big claw. Bat right in the face. Well, you were trying to eat it. You're right. Come to think of it, every, for time, tat. every time I've gotten backhanded, it's because I was trying to eat something. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, our, our, we're going to do a little thing called uh, the phrase that pays, and we're going to ask Smitty to come up with the phrase that pays this time. In fact, let's do. Why don't we just do it now? My grandma's coffee. Should, cake. It, should it be one of the new words in the dictionary? You can, now you can make it difficult. It's hard enough to get Smitty to say a phrase. He's so shy. I am shy. You want to make it difficult now? Now he's got to come up with a word? I like the idea of the new words, though. That's interesting. All right, fine. We'll, we'll, then we'll get to the phrase that pays. You want a coffee cake. I'll tell you how that works when we get to that, mo- that moment. Before, I don't want to confuse anybody <laughs> like myself. Uh, so we have three great sponsors. They're all wonderful. Use their products and services because you will not be sad. I never, ever endorse any product or service that I don't 100% believe in. You know? In fact, just so you know... I'm going to tell you who did my liposuction. 
Mistress Carrie, one of our alumni from the She podcast. did your light bulb no. section? <laughs> I'd like to do hers. Um, she ran the marathon. As you know, she was on the podcast, and she's great, and she's a good friend. But she went out there and did the marathon to benefit uh, the uh, run for home base, was it? The troops. She's always doing stuff for the troops. She's great. She finished the marathon in about six hours, I think six hours and 24 minutes. Comes on around 14 minutes per mile. And it's her first time doing it. So we're proud of her. Uh, and uh, the troops are grateful for her support, of course. Um, Chad Finn was one of our guys that was on the show. He had some news about, I don't know, some ratings or something happened with some stations. I don't know if they're sports stations or whatever. But <laughs> I remember her, him saying that it wasn't good for one of the stations. It was okay for the other one. But I don't remember which station. You know, I, I don't know if I want to get into that. Uh, you know, that's I don't want anybody to say that I, I'm a purveyor of sour grapes, you know, especially when I've been smoking grape god <laughs> and letting out a little wine. Um, also, uh, we th- <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Oh, I'm an so idiot. Fucking stupid. I know I am. I'm sorry. Uh, um, don't change. I love it. Glenn Ordway. I, I tell you what. He did not do the marathon. No, no, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make that clear. Glenn Orby did not do the marathon, 60 hours. but we thank him for coming in and doing our... Waddling like the penguin. Our, our, last, quank, quank. <laughs> our last podcast, uh, The Big O, uh, who's, you know, obviously a, a very a wonderfully a talented individual and human being, uh, was the guest on our last podcast, and he, he mentioned when he was here that he was no longer doing the my pillow commercials. And I'm driving today. I'll tell you about my had a wicked day driving for I'm driving today and I hear Mutt doing the goddamn my pillow ads and I said to myself, you know, I've bought four my pillows in my life. I'm not buying any more. I'm done buying my pillows if he's the one that's out there saying to buy it. I'm not going to do what he says. When Glenn said it, I went and bought them. When he's when Mutt says it, I'm not buying those fucking things. Sorry. All right. Now, on a serious note, Jesus. Gary Tangway uh, has announced that he has uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, brutal. And uh, I want to send our best from the podcast to Gary Tangway. Tanger, who I've known for years and years and years. He was at my wedding. He's That's an awesome guy. A Sudbury guy. He's a good guy. And, and he was at my wedding, and I said, oh, this is not good news. He's got that unbelievable voice. You know, He's got the voice of God. Yeah. Uh, and we just wish him the very best. Nice hair, too. All is that us. all his? You know, he mentioned on his announcement that he has that he's losing he's going to lose his hair because of the, the the chemo and all this stuff. So you know, it'll grow back. It. Yeah, yeah, it'll grow. It'll back. look just as good. It'll be white, but it'll grow back and look just as good. He'll look like Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Yeah. So anyway, our best to Gary Tanger, uh, the the Tanger man, and uh, we've checked in uh, with all. I, I have one more little thing. I just got to get off my chest. It's a baseball thing. Do you guys mind? Hey, Mikey, what's that thing about baseball that's bugging you? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I'll give you one minute. Okay, that's it. One minute? That's about, what if I get carried away? It's about the amount of time the Red Sox are in a game. The Red Sox pitching staff are every single starter that they have, with the, maybe the exception of Eduardo Rodriguez, who's an idiot, uh, sucks. Everybody sucks for the money they're getting paid. I'm personally pissed off at the entire trend in Major League Baseball of overpaying starting pitchers because guess what? They still lose 40% of the time even when they're good. Even a really great pitcher loses 40% of his starts. Why $30 million a year? Why $20 million a year? Add it up. Porcello, $22 million, Right? 
Uh, am I wrong about that? $31 million for David Price, right? How about uh, Chris Sale just got a, a big bump in his salary, and now he sucks. He's 0-4. What's going on with that? How about Evaldi, who's been injured his entire career? He does one great thing, and it was great in the postseason, the World Series. He gets out there, and he looks, he looks fabulous, and we all love him. He gets $17 million a year, and he's injured again. These people don't know how to make proper investments. Starting pitching is not a good investment, okay? Don't be stupid. We're paying $87 million to our starting staff. That's more than some team's entire salaries. You know what I could buy for $87 million? Some really hot prostitutes. Thank you. Was that a minute? I don't know. I wasn't actually you keeping track. So no, I don't. <laughs> so I'm a Lyft driver, as a lot of people have said. One guy, one guy said, he tweeted me, and he said, if, if, you, if I called a Lyft for a Lyft car and you came and picked me up, I would shit a Twinkie. I'm thinking, not my car, baby. Oof. Not my grandma key. <laughs> I got leather, baby. Come on. Keep that thing inside. But I, I did a lift uh, adventure today. Okay. I, went, I, got a, I got up early. I said, you know, I'm up. I might How well early is early? Like 7.30. All right. That's early for you. I said, I might as really well just drive around a little bit and see what's going on out there because I was a little bit bored. So I get a, an alert, they call it, and it comes over on your app and it says, okay, pick up this guy. So I go pick up the guy. And where's he going? He's going in the high, at the height of morning traffic. Oh, no. He's going from Milford, Massachusetts to Chelsea. Ooh. Right? Actually, Revere. I had to go through Chelsea to get through. So it says on the thing, it's going to take an hour and 40 minutes <laughs> to take this guy all the way through Boston traffic, through the heart of Boston, up 93, through the tunnel, like the only airport. What was the state of this person? He was a very nice, normal, good guy. Oh, okay. He just had business he had to attend to. and But an hour and – now I'm thinking to myself, the people who – Drive this route every day, commuting to Boston. They deal with this every single day. An hour in, and then, you know, really? No wonder I never got a morning drive job. I would have killed myself. Um, so I do the thing. I drive all the way, and I, I say, okay, he's a good guy, whatever. It wasn't any big deal. And it was like a $66 ride, you know. So I'm heading back now. I said, oh, now i got to go back. <laughs> so I'm going over the Tobin, and it's packed. There's whatever construction going on. I don't know. And you're a psycho about traffic. I hate being stuck in traffic. So now I'm dying because the Tobin takes me another half hour to get back into Boston and through. So I get through Boston, and I'm near the Watertown exit on 90, heading west. And I said, okay, I'll turn the thing back on, my lift alert. <laughs> I turn it on. Within 60 seconds, it goes beep. You know, another one. So I pull off in Newton. I pick up this guy. I said, where are you going? He says, Chelsea. <laughs> I swear I swear to God, I almost shit myself. I said, I was just there. He didn't care about that. No. That's where he's going. He was a good guy, too. You know, I got no complaints about the people. But the route. So now I got to go back over into Chelsea mm -hmm. again. I drop him off. I come back over on the Tobin again, and it's still packed. I'm so passionate. This lift driving is making me crazy. I actually do like it, though. It's not that bad. Do you come back from Chelsea with some nice drugs? No, but I got to tell you something about Chelsea, as if you don't already know, you know. Um, my sphincter is nicer than Chelsea. Well, you do take good care of it. <laughs> Chelsea is awful. 
Oh, my God. So what I'm going to do is next time I see uh, Rye come up, I'm going to call the guy first. You're not going to Chelsea, are you? Because I'm not taking you uh, if you want to go to Chelsea. Uh, how was your weekend? It was fine. Thank did you, you do anything good? No. What did you do for Easter? N- nothing. <laughs> the fuck would I do for Easter? I didn't do anything for Easter or Passover. I have a bunny. I have a new bunny. Why? Yeah. No, but my son got a bunny. My son Why? Because he, he wanted it, and he's a good kid. He gets good grades. So I bought him a and bunny. That's a fucking bunny? Yeah, it's a really nice, nice little bunny, a little lop-eared uh, mini bunny. How little... long? How long till uh, Timothy the dog eats the fucking bunny? Well, unfortunately, when we got the bunny, we had to kill Timothy. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we put him downstairs. He's well, he's put him down. No, he's downstairs all the time. He doesn't even come up the stairs. He's too lazy. <laughs> you know, he's a lazy little bastard. Um, so. It's like having your grandma live at your house. I my, my weekend lift driving, and again, people say, you know, they, well, how can you? Oh, there, there's a picture bunny right there. Look, Smitty has it. I sent that to Smitty. That's the. How can you say that's not a cute bunny? It's not a cute bunny. It's a gorgeous little it's bunny. A fucking bunny, dude. What's wrong pet? with you? It's, it's a useless, bunny. It's like a, it's like a hamster or a gerbil. Who no, cares? No, 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 no. Come on. You'd rather have a cat. D- and ask, cats suck. ask Richard Gere if a bunny's the same as a gerbil. Okay, and then come talk to me. This bunny is beautiful, and he's nice. He's polite. He's polite? Yeah, he doesn't eat a hell of a lot. He doesn't shit on your my pillow when you're not there? <laughs> Maybe. That might be a good idea. No, but those are really good pillows. That's the thing, but I'm not going to buy one now. Oh, Jesus. Okay? I'm and, sorry, Bill. I didn't mean to buy And I'm not going to buy any of those Giza sheets, even though Glenn said they were good. Um, by the way, they, I just read in the news, they've, they've, they've discovered a new planet. It's uh, the ninth in our solar system. They don't, they can't find it because it's so far away, but it's out there because they know because of the gravitational pull. And I'm going to start a, a thing to a, a petition to try to have them name the planet Mikey. Planet Mike doesn't have a ring to it. It's pretty good. Where do you get these ideas? I got a million ideas. You know, you should call once in a while. I'll, I'll run run through some with you. But no, they have it out there. Planet. What, what, do, you, what do you think? Why, why don't they, look? Uranus. That doesn't sound very friendly, right? Does it? It's nicer than Chelsea, apparently. Neptune. You know, if you call a planet something friendly like Mikey, people would want to go there. You know, I told the mayor of Lawrence. I said, change the name of your town to Larry. Larry, Massachusetts, with a big statue of Larry Bird. Right when you go to the Village Green, there's a big statue of Larry going, <laughs> you know. And you say, this town is friendly. When you say Lawrence, it sounds so sounds like that asshole on MSNBC, Lawrence O'Donnell. <laughs> I hate that guy. But if you And I had the mayor on the phone with me on the radio show. And I said, can you change it to Larry? He goes, I'll bring it up at the next meeting. He, he didn't. No. That's full of shit. He didn't get reelected either, so ha ha. Um, (laughs) Maybe that's why. (laughs) But don't you think so, Smitty? Larry? I agree. I agree with anything you say, Mikey. (laughs) Aren't you glad you got him a mic? Have another (laughs) glass of wine. Paulie, bring more wine. (laughs) That's right. Holy crap. Uh, So there's new words out, Ben, and you have a list because you're... You Mm. know, you you can read. Is this part of the phrase that pays? Is that what this is? Jesus. Uh, this Look part, at him trying yes. to keep us on track. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's producing. Well, I'm interested in these words. I want to hear what these All right, words. Go ahead. I'm, I'll see. Let's see if I know what I they would mean. Open them if because I'm hip. The computer would work. Um, one of the new words added to the dictionary this year is buzzy. B u z z y. Yeah. 
What does buzzy mean? Buzzy is what you do when you smoke weed with a bumblebee. You get all buzzy. Is that is that right? Well, according to the Urban Dictionary, which is the only official dictionary anymore, filthy bastards, um, something that is interesting because it is strange, something eye-catching, particularly to one under the influence of drugs or alcohol, see also trippy. Oh, trippy. For, for example. Yeah, I got that. Here, Here's one of the uh, sentences it gives you. Remember that guy who shat in an ice cream cone and walked around the mall with he it? He was trippy. He was buzzy. <laughs> Uh, featured now this week at Dairy Queen, the new buzzy cone filled with some fecal matter. Uh, what's the next one? The next one is Stan. S T A N. Stan. 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 Stan Laurel. I mean, Stan. There aren't that many stands around. What is Stan supposed to mean? Stanley Steamer. <laughs> I, I don't know. The uh, internet just went out again. It is a sta- Oh, this is actually describes you and your uh, relationship with Mutt. A crazed and or obsessed fan. The term comes from the song Stan by Eminem. The term Stan is used to describe a fan who goes to great lengths to obsess over a celebrity. That's me. That's me. But it's not that, that particular celebrity. It's not Mutt that I obsess over. You know, I, I want you all to know this. It's Kanye West. <laughs> I hate him. Uh, swole. Swole. S-W-O-L-E. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah, I remember my first porn film. A paragon of hypermasculinity manifesting in the physical and attitudinal embodiment of strength, op- occupying space with intimidating quantity and developing... Rip- what the fuck is this? Um, yeah, so it's a, like, so it's a, it's a steroid freak, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. This is according Mike to the Trump. Urban Dictionary, like I said, the only official dictionary. Uh, snowflake. Easy. That's an I easy I think we one. all understand what that one is. Yep. And they're everywhere, even in the spring. Peak. 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 Well, in, in my day, peak was what you did when you were on acid. You Okay, you'd say, I, did the, I dropped the acid at six, and I peaked around nine, man. And that was the, the apex of your... Acid trip. trip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in this context, it is bad luck. When, here's the definition. When some shit goes down that is bad on your behalf, peak for you. What? I've never heard that. No, nah, that one's stupid. That doesn't even, I don't even think it's used. That one's stupid. I've by, never by anybody. Oh, snap. Uh, garbage time. That's the end of a basketball game. Gender nonconforming. That is mutt. That's the phrase of the... Oh, fuck. Uh, that was the first thing I could think of. Gig economy. Don't know what it is. Who cares? Is it, does it have to do with the internet and, and yeah, uh, yeah. computers? Yeah. Go cup. I got one of those in my car. That's when you can't find a bathroom. On brand. Yeah. Oh. Screen Kev- time. You know, Kevin... Uh, what's his name? Who was the former program director at EI? Kevin Graham. Graham. He was a... He was the on-brand manager for WEEI. Top surgery. Unplug. Top surgery is breast implants. Uh, Last year, they added words such as rando. Yeah, rando. Adorbs. Unplug is when you pull out. Yes. Okay. What else? I I can't go into further detail. I've been already scorned about my language on this show. Yeah, you do have a filthy mouth yeah, sometimes. True. Fuck oh, you. Yeah. See? Fuck you, too. You see what I'm saying, though? You old, dirty bastards. I know. Listen to him. Jesus. So these are all new words that are now acceptable in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Apparently. 
and uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't look. I got to. Don't look. Is that one of your weird stories? Yes, let's of course, that's them. one of my weird stories. Let's do the weird stories. What do we got? We got time to let's do the uh, around the weird. Well, give me that again. Around the weird. Bruin scored. <laughs> It's going to be dated by the time this podcast Who drops. Who gives a shit? Let me just do a little podcast I just, lingo. I want when them to feel like when it actually. Yes, I, I understand. Releases. <laughs> That's uh, what happens when you release. It just drops, right? Now, are you going to do the weird, you going to do the story first? Sure. Uh, because it's, it's already obviously caught your yeah. attention, and you want to know what the hell happened here. But Indian man cuts from, off his, from India, though. Not, from India, not Native American. No, they're not Indians. Yep. I think I picked him up in my lift car the other day. An actual Indian. This, or this very Native guy. American. No, this guy right here in the oh, picture. Oh, was he pointing at you like that guy in the picture? Yeah, except he didn't have a finger. So I, he, I what he was Indian at. man cuts off his own finger in anger after voting for the wrong party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pawan Kumar. No, I don't know the names. Impeach so him. Bear with me. Pawan Kumar said that he wanted to vote for the Bahujan Samaj party in the second round of the election and in the did? northern state of Uttar Pradesh. Yeah. But instead of pressing the button for the BSP's elephant... Oh, no. He pressed the wrong button? He pressed the button with the lotus, oh, the oh. symbol of the ruling Hindu nationalist... Kumar Pawan. Bharatiya Janata Party. Parman. Mr. Kumar told the ANI news agency, quote, I accidentally pressed the button having the lotus symbol instead of the elephant. Oh, I, do, I hate when I do I that. I chopped my finger off for my mistake. Mm-hmm. He'll never do that again. He had been frustrated after the error and could not control his emotions. And he said, now I have to learn to pick my nose with my little finger. (laughs) All right, you want mine? Sure. Let's go to Australia. Come on, let's go to Australia all together now. You ready? Where's my glasses? God damn it. Old bastard. (sighs) I guess in Australia... They've determined in the, in the courts of law mm-hmm. that farting at someone may not, after all, be bullying. Oh, thank God. <laughs> they took the case to Australia's final court of appeal. The case is about a 56-year-old guy named Hinkst looking what? for damages from his former employer, Construction Engineering. Hinkst testified he'd moved out of a communal office space to avoid Supervisor Greg Short's flatulence. In his shorts. Hinks told the court that Short would enter Hinks' small windowless office several times a day and break wind. <laughs> Hinks said Mr. Short would regularly break wind on him or at him, thinking this to be funny. How many times did this guy get pink eye? <laughs> Hinks said he would spray Short with deodorant and call his supervisor Mr. Stinky. He'd say, stop it, Mr. Stinky. Your farts are stinky. He would fart behind me and walk away, according to the complaint. (laughs) He would do this five or six times a day. Short told the court, Wow. He did not recall breaking wind in Hinks' office. (laughs) But but he said, quote, I may have done it once or twice. So, uh, anyway, they're finding that it's flatulence. Flatulence does not constitute assault. Finally. But it does make you very popular. From India to Another Indi- one? Indiana. Oh. I got, uh, yeah, I got at least uh, one more here. Okay. Um, you've heard of 
you know, uh, people suing their parents before, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not that uncommon. This man sued his parents for destruction of his huge pornography collection. What, did he have any classics? Apparently. His parents admit to dumping 12 boxes of films and magazines, which included titles such as Frisky Business and Big Bad Grannies. (laughs) I've seen that. The 40-year-old from Indiana moved into their home in Grand Haven, Michigan, in October 2016, after a divorce. In court papers, he said when he moved out 10 months later, they delivered his things to his new home in Indiana, but that his pornography collection was nowhere to be seen. The unnamed man's case includes emails between him and his father in which he wrote, quote, If you had a problem with my belongings, you should have stated that at the time, and I would have gone elsewhere. Instead, you choose to keep quiet and behave vindictively. His father responded, Believe it or not, one reason for which I destroyed your porn was for your own mental and emotional health. By by the way, romancing the bone was really good. His son, who is seeking triple financial damages of roughly $87,000. You can't replace that stuff. Initially filed a complaint with local police, but the Ottawa County prosecutor decided not to press charges. (laughs) We We counted 12 moving boxes full of pornography, plus two boxes of sex toys, as you call them. Were they on VHS or or CD or Uh, Apparently some of them were uh, out-of-print films. Valuable out of print films. That's it. That see, those are the ones. Those are, he's got a case. Do do you remember some of them? I, I, I all of them. I was in most of them. Um, I was in a movie. I don't know if you saw this one. It was great. It was a classic. Yank my doodle. It's a dandy. <laughs> Came out on the Fourth of July. Did you? As know. Did the co-star? <laughs> How about uh, shaving Ryan's privates? Mm-hmm. That was big. Uh, star, star, I was in Star Wars. You remember that one? That was awesome. Anyway, enough about porno. Uh, that's Can all. you ever have enough of porno? I have one more story that's very, very weird from the, right. uh, the Around the Weird segment of the, pro- of the broadcast. And this is a true story. I got it from CBS, the Washington Post, some really, really good sources. Dated April 10th. The 29-year-old woman had no idea why her eye was swollen shut. <laughs> Swole is a new mm. word we like to use. She was in unbearable pain and could not stop tearing up. The Taiwanese woman was her coworker farting in her face constantly. Said, "No, that's no, that's that's Australia, <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, that's a fart from down under." The Taiwanese woman said she was confused about why an issue she thought was an infection kept getting worse in her eye. Oh. But when the woman, identified by her surname He Shuashahuyana, when she received Jesus, when she received treatment at Fuyin University Hospital, the doctors didn't find any bacterial infection. In fact, while looking at He Sha Hu Sha Wai's eyes through a microscope, Hung Chi Kong Ting, the hospital's head of ophthalmology, witnessed something he'd never seen before. Uh, well, guess, was, guess what uh, was are in we, there? Are we going to throw up? Guess what was in there? A cockroach. He saw insect legs wiggling from one of her eye sockets. He yanked out a small bee known as a bee, a halictidae, or a sweat bee, and it was still alive. Oh, Christ. Is that a killer sweat bee? The doctor wasn't done. Soon he extracted a second sweat bee and a third. And finally, a fourth bee pulled from the woman's eyelid. He reached in again and he pulled out. Ain't B from the Andy Griffith show. 
No, here's what happens. The, the, the bees, they crave salt, and they had been feeding off of this lady's tears inside her eyeball. And because she had contact lenses, she didn't want to rub them too hard for fear she would break the contact lenses and hurt her eye even further. But she didn't know what was in there. Then the doctor's pulling out B after B after B out of this lady's eye. Holy shit. That's enough to give anybody a nightmare. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. It's true. It's a, I don't, we, don't, we don't make this crap up. Okay. You we can't. use bona fide, certified, Where verified. Did you get that one? This I got this one from Washington Post. CBS had it. A lot of people had it. Jesus. By the way, that's oh fuck you! Don't show me that. Oh, I got picture. That was fucking gross. Isn't that unbelievable? Oh. You got a picture of the eyeball. Yes, yeah. with bees. Oh, let's see that. It's like a, no, here, here. You don't want to see it. It's a, the bees crawling right out of the cornea hole. Oh, look at that! Wow, they're real bees. And that is around the weird. Now, just to describe for the listening no, fuck audience. you, fuck you. Don't these, do it. These look well, like little. Do you have wasps. to swear all the time? <laughs> yes. They look like little wasps. <laughs> It is time for the smartest man alive. I've been issued a challenge. I don't know. Uh, uh, Smitty's got to explain all the rules of this, but uh, the challenge is I've claimed in the past, publicly and privately, that I know every single song from 1964 to 1984. That was more than a claim. That was a boast. A b- okay. It was a boast. A brag. Uh, but is it bragging if it's factual? Muhammad Ali said that. Exactly. It ain't bragging if you can do it. Exactly. So I'm I'm here to tell you, I'm here to defend my own honor, and that if there's a song from 1964 that was a hit, sure, through 1984, mm-hmm. I know the song. I can probably sing it. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. So, and a lot of people listening to this podcast probably cl- think that they have the same capability by listening to popular radio pro- programs like I did. So, are you ready? What are we doing? I'm going to play a sample of the song. <laughs> And you just guess how, what how it many is. seconds? Oh, it's probably less than a second. Oh, what? Yeah, you know, being less a disc than a second. And, this yeah. isn't not about my love life. Now, this how, is about popular music. When you were on the radio and you played music, yeah, you probably played every single one of these songs. So you should know by the first. I I, I kind of have at least. Do a you second. know how much pot this man has smoked in his life, right? Oh, uh, let's see. You got to give me at least a second. All right, right. Let's let's mm, Here's okay. the first one. All right, here we go. <laughs> Is that Dock of the Bay by... No, wait a minute. Hold on a second. That's guess number one. Wrong. Hold on. No, no. I... This, is that the beginning of the John Lennon sh- uh, song? Uh... No. Right, you, you play it for four... Can you play it for three seconds at least? This isn't fair. Is it Sea Cruise? It is C-Cruise. Yes. Okay. Well, see, for God's sake. Keep, play it. Oh, yeah. Play it. Play it. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> Won't you let me take you on a sea cruise? That's good. All right. But see, in fairness, you played a little bit of ocean sound. It could have been 10 different songs. <laughs> All right. All right, number two. I'm having fun for the first time tonight. Here we go. Yes. Number two. Gary Lewis and the Playboys. This Diamond Ring. Yep. Gary Lewis, the least talented son of any talented person ever. This next one will be easy. Let's see. Not for you, Ben. I would have got this one. (laughs) What? Oh, do it again. Here we go. 
Want a yeah, I need I need more than uh, the... <laughs> Oh. Uh, yeah. What is it? You tell me you're the smartest. This is uh, hold on. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. I'm shocked you don't know this one. I, I can't. I, oh, I, yeah. Okay. Been around yeah, time. All right. But that's a bizarre one hit. To, all right. Okay. I'm 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 one for three. I mean, two Do I hear the smartest man alive? <laughs> well, wait a minute. Balking? No, it's a, but that's a weird song. That's it's not, not a weird song. That's a p- very popular song. Uh, Dr. John says uh, nice See, I was always you. in the right place at the right time. That's why I couldn't relate to that. All right, here we go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> These are too short. That's a country tune or something. Here we go. No. I'm going to give you a little bit more. That's a country tune. I don't know it. The smartest man alive. I know. I, I mean, it must be the drugs. Keep playing it. Oh, okay, okay. Keep playing it. That's uh, Jefferson Starship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, though, by the intros, I mean, if I, why don't well, you just play it until I don't, to play it until I know it, and we'll see how many seconds it takes. All right, number five. You guys are peckerheads. You're picking out hard songs. The smartest man alive. I don't even know half of these, hey, just I, by the name. I, did, the I defy you to get the second smartest man alive and see how he does. You are on the ropes right now. I can't believe this. <laughs> no, no, keep it going. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Oh, uh, Fooled Around and Fell in Love, Elvin yes. Bishop. Great song. Who's singing the lead? Elvin Bishop. No. No, uh, Tammy Wynette. No, Mickey Thomas from the band we just heard from. Uh, Jefferson Starship. Steve Winwood. <laughs> Can I keep guessing? <laughs> Marty Ballin. <laughs> T- Tina Turner. Tina Louise. This is the longest intro in the world. I must have been fooled. About a million girls. I love the man. <laughs> Number six. Okay, I'm ready. God, this is harder than I ever thought. Yeah, he's nervous now. See? I'm drinking. These were extremely popular songs. Not always number one. Well, but the, yeah, but hear that one piece of shit you put in there and pull the <laughs> crap out of me. That's not fair. Oh, that's Todd Rundgren. Hello, it's me. Wow. All right. Good for you. See, I, I didn't play that. Must have been in the right place for the wrong time. What was that? <laughs> yep, the runt. This song sucks. Oh no, it was a big hit. Uh, you know, by so the way, Smitty, mean Smitty knows this. The original song was by Naz, and it was a slower version. Oh, yeah. And then Todd Rundgren sped it up it's and made it Nas. a solo. No, it's Naz. <laughs> yeah, and he did that at home. Yeah, in his Western Massachusetts. He, I heard he played all the instruments as well. He did. Yeah, that's what I heard. Even the f- the flute? You never know. <laughs> Number seven. Let's go. Talented man. <laughs> oh, that's America Adventure Highway. Oh, man, look at you go. There you go. I see. Now I'm in my wheelhouse. Chewing All on right. a piece of grass. Walking down the walking down the road. Oh, oh. I know every word to this song. Another crap song. Tell Number me eight. how long you're going to stay here, Joe. <laughs> 
Uh, alligator lizards in the air. Okay, ready? No. <laughs> He's such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. Come on, uh, He's breaking my balls with should, a one second. You thing. should know this song. This, All is, right. this is a cool song. All right. This is uh, It's Too Late Baby by Carol King. Oh, no, that's very <laughs> no. good, but simpler, oh, but oh, no. Can you do it again? No. Oh, Louie, Louie, Louie. Brother, uh, Brother Louie Stories is the name of the band. Sounded like Carol King, though, didn't it? Yes, it she was black. Black! It sounded like uh, Rod Stewart. This guy. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, Brother Louis stories. Number nine. Ben knows all this. How am I doing so this far? This one I know. Did I get five out of ten? I mean, five out of eight so far or something? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're there. You're there. Keep going. It's, don't tell me. Is this red bone? Right? Come and get your love. Come and get your love. Oh, this is it. These are, these are Native Americans. Hold on. You got yeah, that. They so are. Why'd you get so excited? Red, red bone. I've had that. <laughs> Doctor said it would go away. You chose. You you identified that song from this. Right. It's one of those times I could see. I could see it on your face. Where you're like, wait, what is it? I know it. 1974. Come and get your love. Come and get your love. Come and get your love. Come and get your love now. Thank you very much. At least I. Number 10. Okay, ready? Is this the last one? Mm, there's three more. I'm going to do all of them. Right. Oh! Uh, I know I'll never find another you oh by the Seekers. Yeah, there's the there will never be another you. And by the way, that was written by a sheep. He sure pulled the wool over her eyes. But he found another you. And he rammed her. Because <laughs> he was horny. Uh, and then he went on the lamb. <laughs> so Ow. stupid. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Number 11. You may ask yourself, whatever happened to Mike Adams? <laughs> this is not my beautiful house. Oh. Uh, you're, people say, uh, Love Grows Where My Rosemary Goes by Edison Lighthouse. Wow. <laughs> Take a bow. <laughs> I am. Ah. She is kind of slutty, and I'm really nutty, and she has a big butt, too. Oh, my thing swoles where my rosemary <laughs> Number 12. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with me anyway? I'm, I am so stoned right now. Oh, that's gonna be. We're gonna need. We're gonna need. We're gonna need, we're gonna need a little more of that. You're gonna know in the next two notes. You're gonna know. <laughs> oh God, that's kung fu fighting. No, nope. no, no, hold on. Wrong. It's do the hustle by Van McCoy. Right. You are correct. Do the hustle. Same year, seventy-five as as kung fu fighting. Carl By the way, Carlsberg. just so you know, this song was the theme song to the Smartest Man Alive bits on Neckin when I did the TV show. This song. How did you pick this out? It was like a psychic thing. Holy shit. I don't know what happened. And this is the final one? That's it. Oh, good. So I got, I, how did I get nine out of 13? Or 10? Let's pair it down to eight. Let's be safe. Shut up. I wasn't counting. Hold on. Let me look at this again. 
I got C. Cruz. This diamond ring. I didn't get Dr. John. Jefferson Starship. Fooled around and fell. I, I got them all except one. I got 12 out of 13. So, I'm, I'm here to declare right now that I am the smartest man. What? Let me hear that. Alive. <laughs> the smartest man alive. Next week, we're going to have a special guest, right? You want to tell everybody who it is? No. Why not? Because it's a mystery. It's a mystery? We can't, we can't pre-promote next week's guest? It's the legendary Matty Blake. Okay. The Curse of Oak Island. What about the phrase that pays? What's the phrase that pays, Smitty? First person that tweets it to at Planet Mikey wins the coffee cake from my grandma's. Phrase that pays. Yep. Smitty. A wet bird. <laughs> Jesus. A wet bird never flies at night. A wet bird never flies at night. I thought we lost him there for a second. <laughs> he was kind of doing. You, you did. He's playing Yahtzee over there with, with himself. Uh, a wet bird never flies at night is the phrase that pays. That's it. The first person that tweets that to at Planet Mikey gets the cake from my grandma's coffee cakes. One eight hundred eight Grandma. 